Who was at the first Thanksgiving? Why do big meals make us sleepy? And what would the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade be like without all those giant balloons? I'm Bethany Van Delft, and we'll get into all this and more on today's The 10 News, the show where, in the time it takes to turn an outline of your hand into a turkey, we find out what's up in the world. Okay, let's get into the 10 news. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Lots of people know the Thanksgiving story as a feast between pilgrims and native people in celebration of a successful harvest. The real story is a little bit different than that. Long story short, it was a three-day event that included the signing of a treaty between European colonists and the Wampanoag Nation, the original people living on the land the pilgrims called Plymouth Rock, in which both parties agreed to support and protect each other. This is what we now call the first Thanksgiving. And though to many, Thanksgiving Day has come to represent the spirit of gratitude, friendship, and sharing that defines the holiday, it's important that we acknowledge the tremendous harm caused to indigenous peoples by European colonists when they met and over the next several hundred years. To many, it's a painful reminder of the loss of Native American lives and lands. So, however you are celebrating this Thanksgiving, take a moment to honor the Wampanoag and the indigenous peoples of this land present and past. And let's continue to hold dear those things that can and do unite us. Friendship, sharing, and gratitude. Have you noticed that sometimes after you eat a really, really big meal, you get really, really sleepy? With Thanksgiving just a couple of days away, we asked friends of the 10, Jacob and Olivia Rosenswag of the Curious Kid podcast, to help us understand why. Gobble, gobble, everybody. It's just about time for one of my favorite holidays of the year. What could be better than family, football, And lots and lots and lots and lots of food. Mmm. It's a shame that you usually don't stay awake long enough to enjoy the third football game. Touchdown! I know, and this year, that third game between the Ravens and Steelers should be fantastic, so I don't want to miss it. But there's nothing you could do, because the tryptophan in your Thanksgiving turkey will put you right to sleep. Ah, good old tryptophan. Everyone is a fan of tryptophan, but what is it? And does it really make you drowsy? Well, tryptophan is an amino acid, and amino acids come together to make proteins. When tryptophan gets into the bloodstream, it turns into some other cool things, like serotonin and melatonin. Serotonin can make you feel good, and melatonin can make you feel sleepy. That's true. In fact, there are medications that people who are feeling sad take that increase the amount of active serotonin in their bodies so they can start to feel better. Not only that, but melatonin is another medication people use to help them get to sleep if they have trouble falling asleep. Okay, so we've cracked the case. The tryptophan and the turkey is why we are happy and tired after Thanksgiving dinner? Not so fast. I mean, everything you just said makes sense, but there is just one problem. Turkey doesn't exactly have a crazy amount of tryptophan in it. In fact, just a cup 
of roast chicken has more tryptophan than six ounces of turkey. Really? And you never hear anyone say how tired they are after eating roast chicken. So what gives? Scientists say that carbohydrates are more to blame than turkey. Not only does eating tons of carbs knock you out, but it also helps more tryptophan from the turkey cross into the brain. There are lots of things that factor into the sleepy feeling you get after Thanksgiving dinner. Sure, turkey can play a small role, but the amount of food that is eaten is a factor. So are the various carbs you get in the meal. Even just thinking that Thanksgiving dinner can make you drowsy is more likely to actually make you drowsy. So if you need a nap after Thanksgiving dinner this year, pardon the turkey and turn your suspicions to other foods on your plate. We're talking about you stuffing in pumpkin pie. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Big thanks to Jacob and Olivia. To learn more from them about all kinds of cool things, check out their Curious Kid podcast. While we're on the subject of food, did you know that companies are now making food-scented face masks? <laughs> you serious? Fast food chain Jack in the Box introduced masks that smell like fried chicken. And Hormel makes a scented mask they call breathable bacon. It doesn't get more 2020 than that. You can say that again, pal. You could layer the fried chicken mask and the bacon mask and have a club sandwich. <laughs> Earlier this year, eight lacrosse teams were selected to compete in Alabama at the 2022 World Games, an international sports competition held every four years. The Iroquois Nationals, a Native American team representing the Haudenosaunee Confederacy, was number three on the list. But when invitations were sent out, there was one glaring omission. The Iroquois Nationals. (gasps) What's the big idea? That's right, competition organizers said the team was ineligible to compete. Even though they're based in Lafayette, New York, they don't represent a sovereign nation or have an Olympic committee. In other words, they are independent of the United States and have their own rules and people who enforce them. The Nationals were justifiably upset not to be invited to compete. One of the biggest ironies of this situation is the Haudenosaunee are the originators of lacrosse. Oh, man. Introduced by indigenous peoples as far back as 1100 AD, they lovingly refer to it as the medicine game and see it not just as a sport, but a gift from their creator. So they were excluded from a competition that wouldn't even exist without them. When word got out on social media, a petition was started demanding that they be included. After more than 50,000 people signed, World Game organizers reversed their position and wanted to include the Nationals, but now the competition roster was full. In an act of humanity and sportsmanship, the Ireland lacrosse team withdrew from the competition to make a spot available for the Nationals. It was the most recent in a list of good deeds between the U.S. tribes and Ireland, like when Choctaw leaders gave $170 or $5,300 today to Ireland during the potato famine. Nice! The Nationals were taken aback by the selfless nature of the Irish team. In a tweet they wrote, You have gone above and beyond not only for us, but for what you believe is right. Your actions have spoken louder than words, showing everyone the true power of sport 
and the spirit of lacrosse. We will never forget that. Huh. I sure hope the World Game organizers were listening, because that is what sportsmanship is all about. It's time for your trivia question of the day. At the very first Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, which of the followings featured alongside the floats instead of the giant balloons we're so used to seeing? Was it A, zoo animals, B, men on stilts, or C, people dressed as cartoon characters? Did you guess it? The answer is... A. Animals from the Central Park Zoo were trotted out alongside the puppets and celebrities riding on floats at the 1924 event. At this year's parade, due to the coronavirus, those big, beautiful balloons will be flying high, but without the usual crowds of spectators lining the streets. To avoid large crowds, most of the action will take place in front of Macy's Herald Square location in New York City. The best place to watch? At home, in front of your TV. You really can't get any safer than that. Time's up. That's the end of the 10 for today. But you can catch new episodes on Tuesdays and Thursdays. The 10 News is a co-production of Small But Mighty Media in collaboration with Next Chapter Podcasts and distributed by iHeartRadio. The 10 News writing team is led by editorial director Tracy Crooks with contributions from Stephen Tompkins and Jacob Rosenzweig. The creative producer is Jenner Pasqua. Marketing is led by Jacob Bronstein with social media and web support by Stephen Tompkins and Adam Farr. Editing and sound design by Pete Musto under the production direction of Jeremiah Tittle. Executive producer Donald Albright and show creator Tracy Leeds Kaplan round out the team. If you have questions about the show or story idea or a fun fact you want to share, email us at hello at the10news.com. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review The 10 News on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Bethany Van Delft, and thanks for listening to The 10 News. Now, go think about what you're thankful for. <laughs>